Hey guys, it's Steve Zandaro and Hussein Gambani with East Meets West Podcast. We're here to talk uh, a little bit about real estate today. I think our topics were... Uh, talk about multiple offers, multiple offers and how they could possibly change. 100%. Yep. Talk a little bit about uh, our, our weekly schedule sure. and a little bit about mindset if we can get into that Let's a little bit. Let's do it. Talk a little bit about the drills. Yeah. Uh, also, buddy, how was your week? Week has been good. Uh, we've had uh, two buyers that have come out with us, uh, ended up writing offers last week. So we've just been going through the, the whole inspection phase and everything else like that. So we got one of the deals firmed. Well, actually, both of them are firmed now. Nice. Yeah, so we got both of them firmed up. We have another listing that should be hitting the market in the next 10 days or so. Nice. Yeah. Uh, just getting everything prepped up on it. So things are moving pretty well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. things are moving there. pretty good. Uh, inventory is, you know, it's starting to get onto the higher level, yeah. right? Inventory yeah. is picking up a lot. Um, I don't have the exact numbers, but like from what I understood is like a uh, tribe sales were like 4,000, uh, January, 4,000, February. And then on average it's like 6,000 in March, but it ended up to being somewhere around like 74 ish. Nice. Yeah. So like yeah. we had an uplift in there. hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, overall, I think things are going really well. Awesome buddy. Yeah. 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 Same here. We're, we're taking in a bunch of listings. Like I think we pulled in three or four listings last week. Wow. We sold that big listing of mine, that two million plus listing. Nice. So it's conditional. It's the, t- today's the firm. Today's day. the day. Yeah, I got the appraiser, nice. appraisal done yesterday. Appraisal came in. The uh, the guy says we should be okay. And then naturally now we'll see the the, the rest of the progress there. Awesome. Uh, what else did we do? We firmed up a few of my rental properties, which is the last one. Is it so, done now? The rentals? Yeah. yeah. So so I got three Beauty. more to go. Yeah. But that's uh, of a whole project, so I don't mind if that if I even hold on to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sells or not. Oh, that was a long so term. we have it at one point nine million. If it flips, I don't. You know, it's. It's good, good money coming home. Naturally, that's when I'll buy my Porsche. Yeah. But uh, if it if it stays and remains, it's okay because it's got a twelve uh, townhouse uh, attachment to it. Yeah. So it's for the no, future. that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Been keeping busy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just keep it going. Yeah. It's awesome. Been, been uh, a little stressful too, right? And we can talk about mindset after. Yeah. I think it's this month in general, right? I think so, and it, yeah. like I mean, we'll get into it, but it has yeah. I think so many factors yeah, around it. Yeah, it's just it's incredible. Yeah, the amount of people you talk to. But anyway, we can get cool. into. Uh, so we're talking about the bidding war. Uh, yeah, and, and what do they do? They want to. Yeah, like, I didn't follow too much about this. Topic. So, so there there has been some talk coming up about like making it an open bidding process, mm-hmm. right? So it's like. Like, yeah, because right now, like, you know, you're going in kind of blind, you end up with like, you know, you have a buyer representing a buyer, there's like another three offers in there, you know, you don't know exactly what the other guys are thinking, or whatever, how far apart you are, or anything else like that. So, um, you know, the talk is to go more of an auction style. Yeah, open bidding, you just... Wait, which makes sense. I think so. How many times, like for me, for my personal experience, when you're holding, when you were were the listing agent, we're holding offers, and... uh, you know, we're getting, we get like five or six offers in between the first offer and the second offer, like in, in money, um, sometimes it's like a fifty to $100,000 spread, right? So you imagine if it was an open bidding, it'd be about maybe just three to 5,000 apart, but, right? But okay, so you know what, man? Like, uh, I think a good question would be is like, obviously you've hosted a bunch of multiple sure. offers yeah. as a listing agent, I have too. How many times have you come across uh, offers that are like significantly That's like, yeah, yeah, but how, like how many times, like, for my own experience, I would say probably once or twice. And I've probably done, I don't know, 30 of them, like 30 multiple offer yeah. presentations at least. So maybe two times that it's come up that, wow, like, wow, everybody else was just like way too low and this guy's like crazy, so let's take his offer. But it's only happened a, a handful of times, yeah. like not even. Here it happens, it was most of the time. I'm yeah. talking. Like uh, I even had one in Scarborough. It was we listed at at seven seven fifty. We got like nine sixty. 
Yeah. But between the first and second offer was like an eighty thousand dollars. That's crazy. So just so so there has a up and a down to it too, yeah, right? So great, great for the sellers. Yeah, great for the but sellers. But then it offsets the whole sales of the street. Now everything's going to be now we're in a whole different level of selling because yeah. everyone expects to pay that amount of money, right? Because we have a past sale record. So now we're we're overinflating the, our own inventory basically. Yeah, I mean, it could be good for the seller, but I think that if we adopt this uh, practice overall, like I think what you're trying to like get to as well is that overall we would have a much healthier market. I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'd be more stable and market value will be actual market value, not overinflated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think emotions. I agree. Like, you know what, just to even give a quick example, like uh, in the area that I work in in Pickering, in the North, uh, North Pickering area, there's this one house uh, in 2017 at the height of the market uh, basically went into multiple offers. It was sold at like $1.2 million. There's no way on earth. Was it worth really? Like nine, maybe, like maybe a million dollars. Okay, like maybe a million dollars at the height of the market. Yeah. I find it to be a little bit of like, I don't want to see you say it, but I'm going to, but it's like almost like misrepresentation, like uh, to the client. Maybe the client said, no, no, I really want it. I don't know what happened there, but like, to me, I can't even justify it. You know, like I get that you're gonna be in a multiple offer situation and you're gonna look at comparable sales, but like there's gotta be a limit. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, okay, if the last house sold for 875, like yeah, where do you come up to $1.2 million? Like, and if somebody already tells me, oh, like we're in one one or something like that, I'll be like, dude, congratulations, have a nice day. Like this is not for me or my client. You know, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. I would coach my client out of that deal. 100%. Yeah, yeah. like it doesn't make sense. You want to sell it. The, the point is now is, is that that house has been up for sale for such a long time now. Like the people need out of it. Like, I don't know what the story is or whatever, but I'm looking it's at sad. it. Like it's, it's they need out. They listed at one. 1.27 uh, like 1.279 whatever it's, yeah. it's just not gonna move yeah it's not gonna move even right now it's still not at the value what they paid and I think right now they're probably if they have to sell that property they probably have to take like 250 300k loss that's ah, not worth it yeah so even when we we go into even in the height of the market going into a bidding war we would run to the comps on the street before going hey guys this is what what happened yeah. in the street this is the current value if we can pay just if we want to pay three to five percent more fair enough okay yeah. because that's just the way the market's going but we'll catch it up on the next month because it'll sure. be worth more money right but I, I, we can't reach over this point because yeah. then we're going to jeopardize your basically financial your account. financials yeah you know, um, so we kind of gave some of the examples, but like there, there's probably people out there watching this and they don't even understand what the hell we're talking about in terms yeah, of Yeah, you know what, we can break it down. So, so, I don't know. So, so basically I would say like a lot of the listings that we saw coming out, like say February and March, uh, they had offer dates in them. So in the public system, yeah. really the public, what do they end up seeing? They see like client remarks. They see extras, yeah. and then they don't see another section, which is broker remarks, right? Yeah. So that's us agents will have access to this broker remarks. A lot of the listings that were coming out, they would have like an offer presentation date. So uh, the listing would say go live on a Monday, and then they would say the following Monday, you know, they're going to review offers. Yeah. So there's no set like time. Yeah. Some people do it in three days. Some people do it in two weeks. It's really up to the agent. Yeah. Yeah. So they would put a date in there and say, yeah. you know, we're going to review offers on this date. A lot of times what I see also is, is that, you know, the seller or the listing agent would say, you know, the seller may be open to a preemptive offer. Yes, so, yes, yes. you know, maybe willing to look at something prior yeah. to that date. Yeah. Um, so, um, so, you know, with these offers, they set a date, they might be that? looking to, for a preemptive <laughs> offer. Uh, and what do they do then? They basically yeah. put the house on the market and they market the house through MLS. Agents come in and show the property. They get a lot of traction because yeah. the price is low. 
right? Yeah. Uh, and I think naturally people that are coming in, they know that, you know, there's a multiple offer, the presentation set up, like there's an offer presentation set up. They come through the house, they do it for about a week or whatever, they run a big open house. Uh, and then they're going to get offers on the property. They may or may not get offers. Who exactly. knows, right? Like chances are if they've priced it correctly, marketed it correctly, they're going to end up with some yeah. offers and on the, the property. conditions were, were right. So going back to, yeah, no, that's yeah. a great explanation. So I remember, remember, you know, how we used to gear that up. We, yeah. So we would list it and then actually hold back offers yeah. for the five to seven days. And then put a little clause in there saying open to preemptive offers. Yeah. So then we would watch the traction if we were getting nobody showing. Yeah. And someone came in with a bullet and told my yeah. clients, let's say we got no showings. We got one offer that's well above yeah. you know, market value. Let's just, let's just jump, take let's it. jump yeah. on it. Yeah. And uh, we had to do that a few times. Yeah, we've done it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like uh, towards... They all, didn't, they all just didn't work. It was some of them was like that. Like, if you list them close to market or a little bit below and, and then you know the property had some offset things with it, it wasn't attracting the you know the whole population of buyers of coming in. You had to be sharp and smart. Yeah, like, to... like dude, we listed one, <laughs> we listed one townhouse and unit. And honestly, like we had tons of showings on it. You know what happened? We got one offer on offer presentation day. Or like he wanted to come in in the afternoon versus waiting until the evening. He's like, no, no, we need to get this property yes. now. Like we don't want to go <laughs> into offer presentation. Yeah. I was like, wow, man, like you better make a move on it quickly. Like I got people calling, they're gonna be so upset with me, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But yeah, he ended up coming in over and I just told my client, I said, dude, we got nothing. Lock like, <laughs> we gotta take this one. So so instead of us sitting at the office and like uh, doing the offer, yeah, I took yeah. him out for dinner, no, dinner enough. and drink. Yeah, and I said, here it is, DocuSign, man, <laughs> we're good to go. Do, what are you going to do? You right? had to be witty and smart during these yeah. periods. They're in sharp. Just street smart. This is all yeah, about yeah, street yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to know how the, the traction is coming in. But, but I, going back to that open bidding, I do agree with that, honestly. I think that would be a good way to do it. Um, you, know. you know what? But, yeah. the, but there's some stuff that's maybe not clear about it. So open bidding is one thing. Maybe is that just on price? Because... I, I think we all have to remember that there's just not the price that's going to dictate which offer is the strongest, course, right? Like we're going to have a closing date or, you know, when you're in a multiple offer situation, right? Like really you got to try to meet the seller's date, right? To make your offer look more, yeah, attractive, yeah, more attractive, right? Yeah, yeah. And then your deposit has to be a pretty decent yeah. deposit. Like, I mean, if you have two identical offers, but one guy's, you know, got $40,000 deposit versus some guy's got a hundred K deposit. Like if it's the same offer, I'm going with the hundred K, right? Conditioned ones of finance. One of yeah, exactly. I mean, so, there's many, many different parts yeah. of it. But imagine now, like it's a, like, if you do the bidding first, okay, great. Maybe maybe that's gonna have to be like what clauses are in and what the possible. But that's what I'm trying to say. It'll be totally open bidding. Well, well yeah. yeah, like does this person have a finance condition? Does yeah. they have a home inspection yeah. condition? Because, you know, in my experience, a lot of times when you go into multiple offers, like aggressive multiple offers, yeah. like you're not going in with conditions. This is something that we explain to our buyers all the time, right? And I, so going back to that, I think even with the open bidding, I think it's gonna come down to more skill as a salesperson oh, yeah. rather than like, you know, pumping your client up to get to, because naturally, if you're if if we have a finance condition, the guy's giving fifty thousand over the next guy. You might say, hey, let's just we got three days. Like, let, yeah, if we take a chance. It's fifty k more. We'll just go with this. If this is, but will that guy up, come up fifty k if he knows what the other price is? But I'm saying, so in the market with like a three that, day right? condition. So now, but that was the agent pumping up yeah. his buyer. But now it's open bidding. So yeah. now it's strategic. You're gonna come with your deposit check. You're gonna have everything. Your ducks in a row. And and now it's like. You know, five thousand, two thousand, ten thousand. Yeah. It's just like you yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah. and it's a matter of manipulation, yeah. right? Maybe you can start. I think it'll be fun. 
I think it's going to be I great. Be yeah, fun. if it comes to, I mean, this is what who's just who's talking about this? Realtors, the actual uh, Ontario itself, like the, as a province. I, I I think Ontario as a province is talking about it, but realtors are also. Well, you see, I, I see a few bidding wars now, but it's not like it's a major thing like seventeen. It's it's or not a major I, thing. Address it now, but prior to the next. Yeah, wave. like I think so because like you know what like uh it, well in uh, Pickering Ajax area I've seen quite a bit of it like quite a bit of the listings that are coming out. I'm not saying they're all successful, but quite a bit of the listings that are coming see, out see, they're, they're holding back offers yeah, on them. I see, yeah, it, I see it. Yeah, yeah, and, and some of them are doing pretty well. I I, yeah, I got to yeah. say some of them are doing pretty well yeah. uh, on these properties. Well, look at that, that property in Scarborough. This is that bank sale. Yeah, like, one of those foreclosure properties I I got from my my client the bank I call it. Yeah. Like 40 showings in four days? That's amazing. The location was good. One offer, one offer falls through, another one comes in. Well, hey, man. Hey, we had to lock it up. Yeah. That's like a house I did in shows. Oshawa like uh, two years ago. It was like a hundred, over a 100-year-old house. Detached house, South Oshawa. I think we listed it for like 250000 bucks. It was Holy so shit. bad. The house was... So, oh, I remember that. Property. Yeah. <laughs> with so many showings, but offer, accepted, fall through. Offer, accepted, fall through. It was just like... What was it falling through on? Uh, sometimes it was financing because you got to think of like who's going to buy a $250,000 yeah, detached house in South Oshawa that's 115 years old, wow. right? Like you got to be... Was it a little bungalow you were talking about? It wasn't a bungalow. It was a two-story house. Really? Yeah, it was a two-story house. Just it was the land alone. I don't know, man. It was in a pretty shady area. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll take you out there one day. Yeah, we should go for coffee. Is there a yeah. Starbucks there? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, overall, I think so, it actually, is... Actually, they just put a Starbucks in Alliston. Do they really? Up there because I had to put the Soul's Rider on one of my yeah. properties. Wow, Starbucks and Allison moving on up that little yeah, area. Man. Well, think about the price appreciation that's <laughs> happening over there. Yeah. They're drawing in a different kind of clientele now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, with uh, multiple offers, like let's see what ends up happening. But I think it'll yeah. be great. I think uh, it'll be open great. bidding process. And, and I think it'll be fun. It'll be more of a challenge. You know, the us. other part. The other part that we never talked about is is that I have buyers sometimes that are just like, oh, they want multiple. We're not gonna go. Yeah, yeah. Not even gonna go. Yeah. Not even gonna check it out. And and you know what? To a certain point, like uh, when I see a listing that's like really crazy. And it's just like, you know what, like there's no point. Like I even tell the buyer, like, you know what, these guys have priced it 50, 60,000 bucks under market value. They're going to get a ton of offers. Like, are we really in a position to go into an offer without a first time home buyer? Yeah. First time home buyer. Are we going to really go into it with like waiving conditions, like no financing? Like, listen, if you have, if you're buying a million dollar house and you're coming forward with like 400K uh, down payment, yeah. waive the condition. If you're yes, qualified, yes. then yeah, waive the yeah, condition. Yeah, like, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. If you're a first time home buyer trying to buy a house for 600K uh, and you got 10% down or 5% down, like, yeah. there's no way in hell yeah. I'm waiving this condition. Yeah. No, no, yeah. keep it in. Because then it's yeah. going to jeopardize uh, yeah. not only your clients, but your, your sellers, the yeah. sellers naturally in yeah. the equation. And then you're representing, you know, one side of that party. Exactly. Yeah. I think a lot uh, of variables. Yeah, even so, even with bidding wars now, when I see them, there's so much inventory right now. So, like, let's just say this this particular property is holding back offers. Yeah, I see it, and I'm literally going to put the back of the pack. I got to be yeah. honest, because wh- why am I going to put myself in a predicament where I'm going to be able to either have my clients pay more for the property, more than market value, right, and uh, a chance of me not getting the yeah. bloody property? So yeah. why would I even waste time? If there's five properties that look exactly like that one that's holding What's back the offers. Point? I'm just gonna go to the other properties. They might be listed just a little bit above market value. We're gonna work them down. 
and then secure it. But we'll have a condition of finance, home sure. inspection, all the good stuff. Everything. You know what? Yeah. You know what? When you were even reporting, like, you know, even two weeks ago, like inventory position was low, inventory, and then all of a sudden we kind of saw it scale up. Yeah. 352 as of Monday, right? So we all of yeah. a sudden saw it scale up. Yeah. Now the thing is, is that people that were getting away with these holding back offers, yeah. like that's now going to die down a little bit. Yeah. I think that's just going to die down. So, 100%. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, hey, look, man, uh, can we see this possibly continue to happen a little bit right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we, can, it's going to die out in summertime 40, for sure. 45 days, man. Yeah, yeah, it's going to die out in summertime for sure. It might repeat a little bit in the fall. I don't mm. think so. But again, next year, I, I think you can expect it to happen again next year. Yeah, I think I got mixed mixed feelings of next year, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you got to see now because you know October we're going to have a new government going into place. There's a whole platform, a whole different. There's a lot of changes. When there's changes happening, I think you should just sit sit back, just sit sit in the bleachers, just yeah. watch the game happen. Yeah, and then join the game when it's it's time. Right, it's not po no point. Yeah, yeah, you got time. Yeah, but like we'll we always see. go back to it. If you're if you're selling and buying, you're upsizing the face. Like I have a client now. I I was with them last night showing property. I said. You are the only clients that officially outgrew your property that I've actually dealt with. You know, you had another child, um, you know, they do camping and stuff, they have a trailer. So they needed naturally a, a long driveway, a double car garage, and they need a fourth bedroom because mm -hmm. that's now, the, you know, the, the children, there's three. So they need yeah. four bedrooms. So For sure. Officially. Uh, like they, they actually. They actually officially. Not, not like someone house. like me that oh, outgrew yeah, 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 my yeah. 2,000 square foot house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But yeah, so going back to them, buying and selling in today's market and next year's market, it's all relevant. Yeah, um, so as long as you're what you were saying too, it's like as long as you're trading in the same market, 100%. you're fine, man. Yeah, you don't want to get caught. No, you don't want to get caught. For yeah. investment sake, someone messaged us. Uh, I did one of those ask questions on Insta stories and they asked me, we don't know, should I buy now for an investment property and stuff? What's the best time? Investment properties, you're always going to find a deal. Yeah. Let's just say, like for example, this year here, a lot of multiplexes were flying off the shelf. You couldn't hold land in multiplexes. That means a lot of investors are getting back in the market and going long term with these properties. So like eight plexes, ten plexes, building, selling like like nothing, like two weeks, seven days in the market is incredible. If the deal's there and you're going long term, like on a fiveplex or a tenplex or something like a duplex, why not? Yeah. Just lock it up and just sit tight as long as. It's but that's a long term income, investment. A long -term yeah, that's long term. Investment. But if you're looking to do speculation sake, forget about yeah, it. Yeah, don't do that's, that. That's, that's not like a good idea right now. now. Yeah. So I told I told the gentleman there. I said, you know, because uh, I'm always I'm preaching the sixty days now, like the countdown to like when when to sell and then start to buy in, in the summer. Um, but you can buy now. There's always deals. There's gonna be like, deals out there. Now. Yeah. I found something in Schaumburg that kind of interests me. I just the, the front the. It's like downtown Schaumburg. Yeah, nice. Whole, like, so it's like downtown Kleinberg, but a lot, a lot larger. Yeah. But just the frontage was a little crappy. I don't know. But, there, but, but what you're saying, th there's always deals. Like there was yeah, one yeah. of our buyer deals that we ended up doing on a townhouse. Like uh, I talked about it last week too. It's just like, you know, we had a little bit of uh, an issue with dealing with the agent a little bit. Not an issue, but it was funny. A funny situation occurred. But at the end of the day, I didn't want to blow the deal because they reduced by 20 grand. I thought it was a little bit premature for them to reduce 20,000 sure. bucks. And I told my client, I said like, dude, like you got to take this deal. Yeah. Like you have to, because we went in a little bit lower, like 15 K oh, lower. Oh, is that the one with the father called you? Yeah, the yeah, father yeah. called me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but ultimately I just told him like, it's a good property. And now we're like going back and trying to like comp it and stuff like that still, there's like nothing. And, and, and I purposely didn't remove him from the email yet because I wanted to yeah, make yeah, yeah. sure that he, he sees that we did actually get a good deal. 100%. Yeah. You know, our job, my, my coach, Linda from NLP Canada, I remember she was always, uh, uh, she, she was basically 
analyze it in just my process because we don't really we do all this stuff all day yeah. and we never analyze it. There's there's some sort of like gift to it and some talent, but we don't know anything about it, right? We're just normal. We just naturally do normal it. Normal flow, yeah. right? And uh, she says, if you if you see how you you sell, you sell before, during, yeah. after, yeah. even like years going on. You yeah. keep selling the same because yeah. you believe in it, right? Yeah. So you're going to keep reselling, reselling, reselling the properties. What you're doing yeah, now, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, reselling yeah. the idea that it was a great move, yeah. and, and they made the right decision. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. Cool. Mindset. Mindset. Ooh. Big topic. Ooh. <laughs> but, but that's a topic that's always big, right? Like yeah, for us, massive, anyways, massive, right? Massive. And uh, I'll just talk about myself. Like, yeah, this it's one of those years where you know it's, it's a good year in real estate, no doubt. We're we're pumping sales. We're a ton of ton of like listings. I haven't you know, listings are like crazy right now coming in. Good. So business is running well. But I don't know if it's just the uh, like the time of the year or just just bloody the uh, the weather itself. Yeah, honestly. I think that has something to do with it. A lot of yeah. people I talk to, you know, colleagues, uh, clients, family. It's like you don't want to be around anybody yeah. right now because it's, yeah. so, it's so negative. Yeah, and you know we're trying to keep ourselves positive and real. It's hard and, when so, everyone else is negative around shit, you. What do yeah. you do? And, and you know you, you spend time sometimes with with family, right? Naturally, and I love them, but but you leave there like scratching your head. You need like you need like a dose of um, yeah, you know, a dose of something. Like vitamin B, vitamin, vitamin B shots, vitamin <laughs> B, everything, whatever. Yeah. No, I, you know what? I, the same yeah, I, I feel the same way. I, you know, there's a lot of negative things, uh, like a lot of negative uh, energy, I think, that's kind of uh, around us. And you know what? It's, it's a mental battle. It's like always kind of like, uh, I don't know how aware other people are about it, but I'm very, I feel like I'm very aware about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I recognize it. I, yeah. I kind of understand what's going on. Yeah. But then I go right back to like uh, the books. Like I sent you another one yesterday, like yeah. screenshotted it, but then I go right back to it. You know, even as I'm going through the book, even if it's a new book that's just been introduced to me, the concept of it kind of remained the same. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like negative self-talk that you're giving yourself. Yeah, yeah. So there's a so what I'm getting at is is that I think that there's a certain component that you could tweak yourself. But then if if a lot of people around you are still negative, that's really hard to deal yeah. with. Like you could tweak your head. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be perfect, but you could try to tweak your head. But then if, if you're around people that are still being negative, then that's then you that's a tough one. I always say you gotta you gotta protect your environment always. This is yeah. my biggest thing. And I always put I always make this analogy of, of having a plate. Imagine yeah. a plate. Yeah. Okay. So there's only the, the circumference of how many people can actually fit in this plate, let's yeah. call it. If you have, you know, let's say fifteen percent like every year honestly, I go through this, like who's gonna be in and who's out because if you see this very negative portion, let's say it's 10% of like say 500 people or something like that, you got to eliminate them. Yep. Or maybe it's just, you know, five out of 50. We're let's good. Call yep. it. You got to eliminate it. Why? Because you're spending all your time and energy in this five and they're, they're affecting the other 45. Yep. Let's call it. So what I do is I literally delete this section and just push it away. Yep. Like, cause we've, we've outgrown each other. Like yep. you're going in one direction, I'm in another direction. So it's time now. We have to like we have yeah. to part. Yeah. And what happens with that is, and in the weirdest thing, and, you, and, and I'd like someone to try it and then and report back. But you eliminate these negative people. I'm not gonna like kill them off. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah disappear. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just you just spend back less off. time with them, yeah. and you just kind of just push away. More people will come into your life that are more useful uh, and more uh, like level-headed, and also the same mindset as yeah. you going forward. It's incredible. Well, because you have the capacity to deal with it at that point, right? Because you're letting yeah. new people in. Yeah. You, if you're always stuck with that drama, you're only focused. 
as human beings, we love we're so we're so drawn to negative negativity, yeah. drama. You know, well, look at the news. news. Yeah, the yeah. news. Man. It's even, all bad. But even social media, yeah. social media I agree. in general, right? I agree. Like we use the platforms. Hopefully, we're we're doing something that that actually provide provide value. But a lot of that is so negative, and I think that's got to be part of what what's happening this year with the people around us. Because I, I noticed, like, so we've hit Instagram and all this stuff for myself first, in yourself too, but. Uh, hard this year, right? Yeah. Last year, so we're always in tune with yeah. what's happening. And I notice a lot of people also are like in our area. Maybe we're a little bit later than the states always. Yeah. With anything we do, so maybe that's what's happening. But but we know that there's going to be a shift, right? Like, why would we spend so much time there? We know that there's going to be a shift to the social media platform. Instagram but but so but now the thing is, is that is that actually going to become a negative thing, an overall negative thing? You know, I think we've mentioned it kind of before. I got the idea from you. It's like you know, putting uh, fluoride in the water and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Is this going to be one of those concepts? But like spread through social media 100%. do you know what i mean like i don't know but at the end of the day i think like uh, i think you're right you got to kind of protect your own space you got to try to your best to protect your own space people that are around you you got to make yeah. sure yeah. that you want these people around you that they're positive and, and stuff like, like that minded. yeah, yeah well, there's always that saying i say this if there's four parts of, of four parts if that a person doesn't fit into these four parts they shouldn't be involved in your life and it was uh, profit with them, not yeah. from them naturally. Yeah. Enjoy their company, learn from them, or yeah. teach them. Yeah. Or they, or you're, they're willing to like learn from yeah. them, you can teach them. Those, if they can't fall in those four categories, there's no point. Because yeah. think about it, even just like profit with. So you got a good partnership, you guys can go out and have a good time, make some money together, and, and you know everyone's good. Uh, enjoy someone's company. It doesn't got to be nothing to do with business. Yeah. Just, just let's hang have out. a beer, let's watch the hockey game, let's have a few laughs. And it's like learning from where you enjoy their company, where you're actually taking it yeah. much to improve your life. And then also uh, giving back to someone that wants to learn, which yeah, is mentorship. awesome. Like, listen, you like to talk, I like to talk. Yeah. Somebody listen to like, yeah. you know, you, all it's you good. Do you is feel like, good about you it. Keep doing yeah. this, keep moving yeah. here, you know, and it's, you feel good. It's, yeah, you feel good about it, right? Because yeah. uh, you could see, you could see in someone's face that, okay, they got some energy off of it. 100%, yeah. yeah, and you're, and you're, you know, impacting their lives yeah. positively. So number, is there a fifth in that? So I see there's four. Is there a fifth that fits in? It's hard. To, yeah, I, like, I don't think so. I think it's, it's that, that four is That's pretty the four much is the really basis. it. Yeah. yeah. If you're really going to analyze it, yeah, it's got to be those four. Like, I can't think of anything else that would fall into that category. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, interesting. Yeah, man. But just, uh, that's it, man. We've got to protect our mind and keep moving forward. Like, I, I think certain things will change uh, as the weather improves, too. Because it's got to be, right? Like, I mean, it's it's cold still. It's gloomy. And it's just like, I like, every day I'm like, man. Florida would be great right now, you know? It's like I'm online looking at properties in Florida. Yeah, me too. yeah I'm just like, dude, like, you know what? Hey, for 235000 you can buy some right nice now. properties out there. 2,300 square foot, full stucco bungalow, like brand new, yeah. uh, you know, the, the full, in a gated community in Fort Myers, like pretty decent. Yeah. You shouldn't have told me all that. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's, man, it's there's, good, there's good deals. Right? Yeah, there's and, good deals. And, and so I'm, tell, I'm warming my wife up now because naturally when I when I sort of semi-retire, like I said, I want to build a business uh, development and uh, yeah. building business and then naturally, hopefully my kids can pull this and yeah. and, and, op- and you know be the CEO and operate the company while sure. I can just be topical with it. And uh, in the winters, I won't be here. I told my wife, yeah. like three weeks there or two weeks there and two weeks back. Like just keep flying back and forth. You know what? Yeah. I, I think you're right. Ultimately, the goal for us is, is that, you know, we want to, we, we're doing the same kind of thing, right? So yeah. we want to try to, you know, build a business that you can operate from a distance. Yes, for yeah. sure. I want to build a business that you can yeah. operate from a distance. 100%. I'll, yeah. just, I'll just slave drive my kids. 
Make sure, <laughs> let the, make sure they run Feel everything. bad for these kids. <laughs> no, but it's good. And so imagine, like, my wife's like, no, we can't leave because then the, our kids are going to be, you know, that's 28, 30 years old. And, you know, they're, they're not going no, to need us, no. our kids. Yeah. We need to, like, better ourselves. Yeah. That's pretty much it. You know, there's a, there's a saying like this. If you if you help yourself first. Yeah. And it doesn't It's People think yeah. that's selfish. It's no, not. I used to just spark something really I give good. It, I give you this yeah. analogy. When you get into the plane, you know when the, the stewardess is, is, or the flight attendant is talking about what to do in the case of an emergency. She's like, in case of an emergency and these oxygen masks fall down, you put it on yourself first yeah. and then you help the next person. Yeah. And that's how you're going to help the next person yeah. because if you don't obey that, you don't give yourself oxygen, you're going to pass out and not help the next person. So yeah. it's, it's almost like, you know, creating a positive mindset. And yeah. also like in, in Florida, going to Florida in the winters will, will create that positive mindset because yeah. you'll be whole yeah. returning. No, I, I, I 100% agree, man. You got to take care of yourself first. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Cool. cool. All right. Yeah, this was uh, East Meets West with uh, Steve Zelenardo, Hussein Cabani. If you guys have any questions, we're getting some questions, so yeah. you know we'll start emails. to address them. Yeah, emails. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions, you guys want to hear us talk about something, whether it's business, our own business or personal stuff, like shoot us a text, uh, send us an email and we'll get it out for you. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, and, and you know, based on the questions, like if you give us a question, we're, we're gonna go to town on it. So yeah. we provide some great value. We're really gonna think about it and, and, uh, and get you the right answers for it for sure. That's right. Uh, that's it guys. Cool. Have an amazing day. All right guys, take care. Ciao.